Hi, this is The Check-In. I'm Janet Saidi. So if you have followed the local movements for racial justice and protests in the past weeks and months, you likely came across the organization known as the WE Project. Further digging and you would find a vibrant, artful gallery of photographs of mid-Missourian. They're at the Boone County Historical Center right now. And these portraits are central to the project. They're portraits of people in our community with an emphasis on those from marginalized groups. The portraits are full of beauty, dignity, and power. And they are the creation of photographer, activist, and WE project creator Valerie Berta. Valerie Berta has had a truly creative, varied life, so we're really happy to have her this hour on the check-in to talk about her art, her activism, and how the two have come together for her recently in this moment. Uh, Welcome to the check-in, Valerie Berta. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for being here. So, um, Valerie, we were just talking with our two historians, Devin Fergus and Jay Sexton, um, about uh, the uh, election and the mo- moment we're in an election season. Um, can you give us a sense of um, how you have used your art and your portraits to kind of bring that uh, together for you through portraiture? What are you trying to do with the WE Project? Um, yeah, I'm trying to change the narrative with the, the WE Project, really. Um, I'm also trying to give back. Uh, and I'm trying to use the little talent that I have, which is photography, uh, to help support and elevate marginalized voices in, in Missouri. And ultimately, what I'm trying to do also is to acknowledge and celebrate uh, our differences and to confront and dismantle hate. Uh, and I think it's especially important in this moment. Uh, Valerie, you were involved. I first came across the name of what you were doing um, and the WE Project through just reading about the uh, protests, particularly the, the, the really sort of big one uh, that seemed like a, a lot of people in our community were involved in at the end of May. Um, how, right. did your, how did your um, work as a photojournalist and portrait artist end up um, being kind of organizing and helping to organize uh, the uh, protest movement here? Um, I think it's because it's the the project was initially conceived uh, three years ago when we were all trying to organize in the wake of the election and to see what we could do to to do more uh, again to to combat hate and to be more inclusive and to do the work that we all need to do to have a, a better society. So out of this out of this work of being involved in in community. Uh, groups in activism uh, came the WE Project. So I was in contact with a lot of local groups doing this work, uh, such as Como for Progress, Race Matters Friends, uh, the Worldly Street Roundtable, uh, and it just came naturally to reach out to some of the people that I'd had the chance to get to know through this work and said, hey, we, we need to do something. We need to raise our voice. We need to be public about it and raise awareness or help raise awareness in the community. All right. And Valerie, you just mentioned that um, you feel like the portraits that you're doing and your work kind of bringing art and activism together um, would change the narrative. Can you kind of let us know and elaborate on what you mean by changing the narrative, sort of changing the story in people's minds through portraits? Uh, 
Yeah, uh, I think it's important to change the narrative because the narrative right now is that um, if you belong to many of those marginalized groups, the narrative and the culture tells you that you're not worthy. Um, so, and, and especially at a time where the inequity and injustice are systemic and are not new at all, but are on the rise and, and hate and on the rise, I think the that, you know, the changing of the narrative is important uh, because it it goes, okay, this, this in economic inequity, uh, racism, sexism, ableism, bigotry, all of these are reinforced by a very biased representation. And the results are systemic, they're toxic, they're, they're often lethal. Uh, and we've seen that around the nation, but I think we've also seen it here. It, you know, all these issues are happening, are happening right here in our community as well. Yes. Um, your, uh, these portraits are, by the way, on exhibit um, in an exhibit at the Boone County Historical Center. Um, right. what, what do you hope people come away from those exhibits and from the portraits with? Uh, I, I hope they come away with a, a heightened awareness of the diversity, the rich, the vibrant diversity that we have here in mid-Missouri. Um, I hope they come away with a heightened sense of acknowledgement, respect, uh, and celebration of those differences, of that diversity, and uh, that they embrace the, the this humanity that we all are in all our differences, whether it's the color of our skin, it's, you know, whether it's where we come from, uh, whether it's uh, the gender identity or the sexual identity we have, whether it's the God that we worship, the uh, the situation we find ourselves in economically, or the disability we live with, uh, we we all need to be embraced in in all that diversity. And so I hope that people, through looking at those portraits, listening to the voices of the people behind those portraits, uh, they come away with a heightened sense of of all this, of this beautiful humanity that we all are. Okay, that's wonderful. Let me just remind our listeners that you're listening to The Check-In. I'm Janet Saidi, and I'm talking with Valerie Berta. She's the creator of the WE Project and the portraits behind them. They're currently on exhibit at the Boone County Historical Center. Um, you can join us. Let us know if you think art and activism can come together. How have you seen that in our community recently? Have you been involved in any of the protests um, or seen the portraits? Let us know just what's on your mind. You can call us to join this conversation if you have a question or a comment for Valerie Berta, we'll be on for just another 10 minutes of the show, but we can get your call in if you want to join us, 573-882-4991. Again, that's 882-4991. Maybe you're someone who's participated in the portraits. A lot of our uh, listeners and guests are actually featured in some of these portraits. Um, let us know what that process was like for you or if you've seen them. You can join us. You can also join us on Twitter. We are at check-in underscore kbia you can tweet at us today you can also text us at check-in text to eight eight four seven four check-in to eight eight four seven four that's a lot but there's a lot of ways to join us here on the check-in if you want to do that uh valerie 
you, I saw, have done, well, let me, let me actually ask you, I want to ask you about doing photojournalism at MU, because we're very involved right. in MU and like how you have gone from photojournalism to doing these portraits. But let me just ask one more thing about these actual portraits. A lot of them, as I was just saying, are guests that have been on the check-in, um, people in our community that a lot of people would recognize, but the, the portraits really do just kind of exude this incredible um, power. I would say, um, which is really amazing to see. What what is the process like, and what do you? What is your kind of end goal, um, and what is it like working with all of these um, varied individuals from our community that you've highlighted in these portraits? Well, it's it's been a wonderful experience, and I was saying at the beginning that this this project's about giving back, uh, but I've actually gained just as much. I like to say because mm -hmm. I have met and uh, had conversations and sometimes gotten to be friends with uh, a lot of amazing people uh, through that project by, you know, getting to have the honor to take their picture um, and uh, and put their statement, their voices on, on the website uh, that I created. So it's as much... You know, even though it was, it's really it's a it's a gift that I'm you know I'm tr I'm trying to share my gift and to help and support and celebrate uh, and shine a restorative light on on these uh, on these voices these people. It's I've I've gained just as much uh, or more I think as I've given away uh, because it's yeah there is we have an incredibly rich and diverse community here in Mid Missouri. Um, and I've had the, the pleasure of meeting a lot of them through the project. All right. Um, and that makes sense that you've gained a lot in the process and made some friends in the process. Uh, you, I saw that you did, if I'm correct in seeing this, photojournalism at the Missouri School of Journalism. What was that process like, and, and how have you gone from a photojournalist uh, outlook to more of a portraiture outlook with this project and in your work. It's very intimate, very personal. A lot of the projects that you've shared on your website um, at the WE Project. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that journey from photojournalist and that training to the sort of intimate portraiture um, storytelling that you do through the portraits that you do now? Sure. Uh, well, a lot of that story, unfortunately, reflects the, the decline of photojournalism as a profession. Mm -hmm. As you well know, uh, the industry is, the industry has gone uh, down tremendously. When I graduated uh, more than 25 years ago, you were almost assured to have a job as a uh, newspaper photographer, as I did for many years. But now mm -hmm. it's, you know, the landscape has changed dramatically. So it's kind of been forced down on me. Uh, and also with the, the world, the, the way that it's going and the political landscape and my activism, uh, you know, being up a notch, it's all this came together uh, to create this project for me. I, I've not left photojournalism behind. Um, I document, I try to document as much as I can uh, the protests and the events going on around town right now. Uh, but the, the, the portraits were... The way that I could find, uh, again, using this tool that I know how to use, which is photography and photojournalism, uh, to to try to give back and and to try to get this dialogue going, which is the one of the other uh, goals of the We Project is to to foster dialogue, to be a platform where people come together and and have hard conversations. 
Yeah, and um, it, it, that's interesting. So you're wanting to foster a, a, a dialogue, a platform for, for hard conversations. Those sound like really useful things for someone with journalistic training to do in an election season. And that's the sort of thing, sort of as an audio journalist, right. I like to feel like right. we also have a similar approach. Can you talk to us a little bit about being in the election season, as you mentioned, and as we've just been talking about the rest of this hour as well, um, and how sort of journalism versus sort of storytelling and stories um, through portraiture and through, in our case, voices, um, what can that do for citizens and voters to sort of help connect us in an election season where we are very divided? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, and I think it's going back to what you were saying, that, you know, storytelling and journalism and, and storytelling is an incredibly powerful tool. Uh, because, you, as you know, when you're a journalist, you always start, when you do an essay on a subject, the, the best way to to start it is to start with one person's story. Because it, we all relate to story. We all have a story. And in in uh, communicating that story, that very personal story, and then linking it to bigger issues, that's how, uh, that's how you get people to connect, to think. Uh, to recognize each other's humanity. Uh, and so, yeah, storytelling to me is an incredibly powerful tool. And whether it's through portraits, whether it's through uh, the narrative that uh, the, the story that people tell through those portraits, um, I think it's really, really needed uh, because the, a lot of things are, are pushing us to be divided. And so anything that you can do to increase the connectedness, the the humanity, and the the dialogue between people mm. uh, is is really very much needed. I feel right now. You are reminding me of a panel that we had recently, and it was a conservative commentator, Michael Gerson, who is a commentator with the Washington Post. Um, and it was interesting talking with him and then Missouri, Columbia, Missourian editor um, Ruby Bailey about yeah. um, diversity in our newsrooms. And, and he mentioned right. um, the word empathy. And I think empathy is mm-hmm. something that that really kind of can come out of this kind of storytelling um, yes. type of journalism uh, that yeah you would agree with that yeah 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 absolutely yes i again we when we when we listen when we listen truly and deeply to other people's stories to what they have to tell us uh and we listen with empathy that's we can try to we can start sorry to to mend those that division that the the way that things are going right now so uh it it's it's a first step, I think, for people to stop, listen, to see uh, the portraits, to read the words that people have, um, which is also I, I, something I wanted to add is that those portraits are very much my way of seeing people as an artist, as a photographer. So I, it is really important to me to ask people to give me a statement about who they are, to give me a story, to write their own story and uh, to put it out there on the website. And sometimes people come back and, and do a videotaping of their words, which is even more powerful. And um, so, yeah, it's very important for me to have that because those are the words of the people without my filter, if that makes sense. It's, mm-hmm. There is no filter. There, it's not my eye 
seeing them and portraying them, it is their words, in their voice, in their own words. That's great. Uh, Valerie, we only have a minute or so left, but I have to ask you about a really interesting aspect of your bio, is that you literally, I believe, at one point ran away and joined the circus. <laughs> Can you yes, talk about I that? What, what did you do, and how has that influenced your, your life? Um, I, I raised my boys. I had them on the road or close to, and I helped uh, my husband back then, who is a circus performer, uh, and is the reason that I actually ran away with the circus. And I also documented uh, the mm. circus life, our family's life, in a, a long-term project that I called the Mud Show Diaries. Yes, and your husband was an acrobat, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Can you uh, leave us with any final thoughts that you have, Valerie, about the portraits and what you'd like to take away from them? And then also just specific in our last few seconds here, how do we see them? Is it actually at the Boone County Historical Society website or can you actually go in person to see those? Oh, you can go in person. Okay. Uh, there, yeah, the gallery is open, I believe, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 12 to 4, and they're also on the website. So I would say if you need to decompress from the political season, uh, maybe a political act you can do is to go and just engage with these people uh, from mid-Missouri um, through these portraits and uh, just in, engage in those stories. Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. And I one one final thing I wanted to add is that uh, something I feel really deeply is that we're all the result of, of an intricate web of, you know, social, economic, uh, spiritual uh, values and and love and reciprocity. And so this this project is is part of that. And I hope it does um, it does elevate those voices and and elevate the 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 love that we need to have for each other in our community and in our nation. Those are wonderful words to end us on this hour. Valerie Berta, thank you so much and best of luck with your photography. Thank you. Thanks, Valerie. Um, you can see that exhibit at the Boone County Historic Society. You can also go to the WE Project on the website to see those portraits, but I uh, recommend seeing them in person if you can. Um, we appreciate Valerie, Valerie Berta with the WE Project for joining us. Thanks also to Professors Devin Fergus and Jay Sexton for helping us make sense and give historical context to the election season. Uh, thank you for being with us today. The Check-In is produced by Ryan Famuliner, Alicia Haywood, Christopher Husted, and me. We've also got help from engineer Mark Johnson, program director Kyle Felling, directing today's show. We will be back next Thursday, same time and same place. You can also podcast this by just looking at kbia.org and going to the check-in. You can text us to connect and get information about the upcoming show. You can do that anytime. Text 88474-CHECK-IN. And um, that's it for this week.